Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Couch Critics. I'm Dakota. And I'm Cosmic, and welcome to our messy as fuck episode. And <laughs> we're doing a messy episode because I feel messy right now. I feel gross. And I don't know. This is the theme for the episode is messy stories, messy life. <laughs> I don't know. I look like a little rat right now. My hair is greasy. I My forehead looks bigger than usual. Um, <laughs> Sorry. There's like seven holes in my hoodie that I'm wearing. Oh um, my god. I thought you were going to say a hole in your face because I have the worst fucking pimple right now. It's like, I literally, that's why I'm turned this way to cover it. It's like so bad as I show it to the camera. <laughs> no, I'm literally hiding because I have a pimple right here on my temple. And okay, like, perfect. I keep trying to pop it, but it's one of those. It's like never going to go away. So I'm hiding it as well. So that's exactly what I'm going through. It's hormonal for me. Like that's where they come from like yeah the ones you can't pop i feel like that's the under the skin one is that what you mean yes the ones those and then the ones when you do pop it it's just like clear and it's not satisfying like at all <laughs> that's what, what this about. one is oh my shit it's be... so it's so bad oh my god i feel so seen right now but no, my think... facialist lady said it's from hormones and that it gets worse when you turn 30 so i just want to give you something to look forward to Okay, well, a few months ago, I had the realization that I'm no longer just a teenager, so that means I have adult <laughs> acne, and, like, that really humbled me. <laughs> like, wait, wait, I, I haven't had that realization yet. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're so right, we have adult acne. Yeah, that We are really living with feelings. adult acne. Yeah, we are the fucking, what's it called? Proactive commercials. If you're suffering from adult acne, <laughs> call us today. <laughs> like that's how I'm feeling. I'm gonna cry. Why did you just do this to me? I have adult acne. I know it hurts my feelings. Like I, you know. Okay, I have a little funny story. So, <laughs> the last time I saw my ex, different one for the people that know all about my exes. The, the recent, they looked, yeah, the most recent one. They looked at me in the eyes. And they were like, you need to be fucking humbled. And I was like, I have a dog acne. <laughs> I'm humbled. <laughs> like, what else do you want? I have a dog fucking acne, okay? Yeah, I have a dog acne. Like, I don't know. Oh, oh my God. That, that was like, a wild thing to say. Yeah, that was the moment where I was like, okay, we're not supposed to be together because why would we're you done. say that to me? Yeah, we're done. Because like, like, damn. You need I'm to be so humble. sorry. No, well, the reason they said that also to give some context is that I they were like being delusional. Like there was like I don't know if you've ever been around somebody, but when they're so angry and like somewhat kind of like evil, they have like black eyes. And okay. I, have you seen that? Like no, I mean I think I've seen it in my mom when she's like literally like fucking gaggling crazy, but yeah. not often. Yeah, so they when they came over, they had those eyes, and the entire time, like they just kept insulting me and insulting me, you know, saying just like so many terrible things about me, and so I started feeding into it. I'm just like, you're so right. Like I am evil. Like I am everything that you're saying right now. So I think that's when they like snapped and were like, you need to be humbled. I'm like, okay. Why? That's what isn't that what they wanted you to do is to say I'm evil like well I what I've learned lately is like 
and I've, I'm like so good at it. I've already perfected it. But people will just say evil things to you just to get a reaction out of you. So the fact that I wasn't giving them a reaction and I was just feeding into it, they were getting more mad and they were saying more vile things to me to try and get a reaction out of me. And because I just fed into it, I was like, yeah, they like literally called me evil. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm possessed. We should go to a priest. <laughs> Oh my god, that is wild. I have I feel like adults always told me that growing up like if you just yeah, like don't feed into it, if you just like smile or whatever, like you they then it makes them more angry because they do want you to like explode, I guess. And when you don't, you have more control in that situation and then that's what pisses them off. Exactly. I don't, also just kind of feels good cuz like I don't know, it made me feel good cuz it felt like I had control like of myself to not give them that reaction. I was like, you do. Yeah, I feel so powerful that I'm not giving you the reaction you are so clearly like trying to get out of me. Yeah. And, and I can like, speak from experience because when my fiance like doesn't get upset when I'm upset, it's so upsetting to me. <laughs> oh, I love, yeah, I felt that too. I so love I can speak problems. Yeah, I can speak on the other side and be like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, why aren't you upset? <laughs> How dare you? I want you. How to dare like, you? Well, like, I also, I, I don't know if you're anything like me, but do you ever create problems just to, like, see if they, like, will fight for you? I don't know. Maybe I need to go to therapy. Um, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you for validating my whole life. <laughs> like, I don't, I love, like, just, like, little things. I'll be like, how dare you not, like, you know fucking compliment me all day like you fucking bitch and then if they don't get mad like being like well i do love you like i'm like oh my god so you must hate me we're done like no literally what's okay i feel like this is so crazy yeah well it's a messy episode yeah okay well it's starting off messy that's how i felt last weekend like so i sent you the snapchat of him like (laughs) shoveling the snow and that was like after i was such a fish He's like out in a blizzard shoveling the snow, and I'm like, I'm such an asshole. As he should, the fuck. But I like, I did. I was like testing him. I'm like, do you not love me anymore? You don't like. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. The other day, literally, I was talking to my best friend in the entire world, um, and I, you know, we were just like shooting the shit and everything, and I was like, he just said to me, he was like. Oh, I think I asked him, I was like, would you ever date me? And he was like, no, you're fucking crazy. And I, like, got so mad. I was like, how fucking dare you say that about me? Like, even though, like, we would never, ever date each other, I was just like, how fucking dare you say that? Like, oh my god, you fucking bitch. And I was so mad. Honestly, after we film this, I might go call him and be like, what the fuck? Like, you called me crazy last week. Like, I don't know. How could you not want to date me? Like, he just knows too much. I feel like we're more (laughs) open with, like... We are more open with our best friend. I'm I'm crazier to you than I am to my fiance, I feel like. Like, he gets a lot of, like, like I do test him like I did. And I was like, you let me. Like, how dare you not let me? And, you know, I've yeah. had crazy moments. But I feel like I'm more crazy with you. Yeah, okay. So you're probably I crazier to him. Oh, yeah. I think – because, like, he'll see me, like, scream, like, say the most vile things <laughs> that I've ever said. And then I'm like, how dare you think I'm crazy? Yeah. <laughs> No, 100%. It's, there's definitely like a more open vulnerability. I think that happens with like friends over a partner. Um, But yeah, I definitely did that this weekend. And I felt like such an asshole because I was like, Oh my God, what is wrong with me? But you know, 
it's okay <laughs> no literally i think what really exposed your craziness to me was the video that you sent me like shortly after <laughs> can we say it can... yes what video i don't even remember the video she sent me okay cosmic sent me a video of her like in her full like outfit to film and she's just crying and she's oh, just she... the saddest thing i've ever seen in my entire life and she's I like she's like i don't know it's just Nothing was going right. <laughs> it was one of those days. Dude, it's my PMDD. It's so weird. I can, like, look in the mirror and think I look totally, like, I look like a different person. It's so weird. And then I'll go back to look at that. Like, I went back to look at that, and I was like, mm -hmm. I look fine. What the fuck? Like, it's, I'm mentally ill. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's so weird. <laughs> oh, I've been there, though. Like, okay, seriously, there's such a disconnect like, I think I have extreme body dysmorphia or something, or just, like, face dysmorphia, because, like, me in makeup versus me just, like, when I don't have any makeup on, those are two different people in my head. Those really? Are yeah, like, I think I'm crazy. I don't think because so. To me, I think you like, are. Crazy? You don't even do, like, exaggerated huge makeup, though. Like, you don't, <laughs> your know. makeup is bomb, but, like, I you know. don't look, you know, transformed into a new human. I feel like I do like like how I am right now with no makeup and everything I'm like I don't know who this bitch is but when I have my makeup on I'm like I'm the sexiest person I've ever seen in my entire life like who want me like all the confidence in the entire world that bitch needs to be humbled but like me yeah. like right now like, I'm like no this isn't me like I don't well, know there's such a disconnect right there and it's kind of sad yeah I feel you too I feel like I'm more confident I don't know what happened I feel like I used to be confident without makeup and then now I'm not but that's our gremlin state like that's an important part of who we are is also this and like being you know just looking like a mess and <laughs> I think it's okay that you're not feeling like a bad bitch looking like this because I mean you look amazing but I just understand we get so used to like wearing that armor I guess of like mm -hmm. makeup and our hair and like I don't know I totally get it um okay. thank you I'm feeling yeah. very seen yeah, yeah, me too. Honestly, you make me feel seen all the time. <laughs> like the craziness in the relationship thing. But it is PMDD. So like, I just want to share about that. So PMDD is like a very intense form of depression that happens um, right before your period. And it eases like the day you start your period. And because it's a messy episode, I'll say today is day one of my period. So I do feel like my mental symptoms are easing. Thank goodness. So I always know that. And I knew that the day I sent you the video of me filming. I'm like, I know what this is. And a big part of PMDD is self-image dysphoria. Mm -hmm. And so like, I know all of that. It doesn't matter though. I can't catch it in the moment and be like, this is what it is. Instead, like I spun out so fucking bad on my fiance this month. Like I, I feel like I told you like how many fights were we in? We never fight. Like, and that was all me to be like, you don't love me. Like it was <laughs> like, literally I need It's to be. so dangerous to be <laughs> self-aware of like what your problems are and it do nothing for you. Like, no, self-awareness can only take you so far. And I'm sick yeah. of being self-aware. I would rather be delusional at this point. But that does sound so very true. awful. And I can't imagine, like, going through that once a month, like, knowing it's coming and not being able to do anything about that. I just want to say real quick before I get into that is, like, yes, people who are not self-aware, they seem so happy. And I'm so jealous. I would love to not be self-aware. I would love to like, be stupid. Yeah, seems to be like, doing that dream. one girl so well. Okay, I'm sorry. That was so <laughs> messy. <laughs> that was messy. It's okay. Um, okay, no, well, I've got some there's... shit to say, but we'll wait. I'll wait. What was I was going to say something fuck about about PMDD? Yeah. There was This is why my ADHD the... ass, I cannot be like, I'll come back to this. I'll never come back I'll to it. A, I'll remember put it. Put later. a pin in it. You're not going to remember it later. 
I feel like um, you saw my true craziness on that voice memo where you were like, I just want to say that I don't blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, I'm so glad you brought it up. And then I proceeded to scream for like four minutes straight. Yeah, it was I so like healing. That, it was so healing. Like, I have never felt more seen than listening to your crazy voice message. So I just, like, thank you for sharing that with me. Like, that is love right there. Um, I did remember what I was going to say with PMDD. So, like, my last month was really good. Not me spilling water on my hoodie. The messy episode. Um, <laughs> so last month was such a good month because I was with you. Mm-hmm. And so that's how it is. So, like, if it, like, skips a month. So last month was such a good month. And now this month was, like, because I don't know. So at all. So, so yeah, what I'm you hearing is that I just need to, like, live in your house and just come out. <laughs> Solve <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm on my way. Say lives. Um, okay. You want to get messy? There was – I actually feel the longest time. Okay. So I'm actually doing it a lot right now. So I'm, like, itching my nose. And I have, like, just the world's itchiest nose. But I mm-hmm. remember it's always stuck with me. That it's happened a few times, but people like when I do Q and A's on my story, they'll ask me if I do coke. Uh, is that an itch? No, I thought that was opiates that you itch your nose. Well, I, I mean, when, when I was on coke, pills, I was always like, ah! no, like when you do coke, you go get more in there. Okay, well now I sound like a big coke. <laughs> well, I I know the allegations. <laughs> I know this. I know the like sniffle thing is true, but like I don't know. I, I don't know that that's a way you can tell someone's doing coke because there's a lot of people who are just fucking like it's all always allergy season it seems like and they're mm-hmm. always like nose drippy so like I don't know I don't think I obviously know you're not doing coke but like oh, thank you did, but oh, yeah should, I should have I should have just started with that like obviously yeah, like, you're thanks <laughs> you're not doing coke obviously I've never yeah. even suspected that you were doing coke I don't know I feel like I have such a good marker we watched um Mother God the documentary last night if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it Dakota. Oh my fucking god. And anyway, I called out right. every single drug that everyone did before they admitted that they did it. And I was like, literally. So I would have been able to tell if you were on Coke and you're not. Okay, period. I'm that cosmic approved. Okay. Yeah. No, seriously, because like that really offended me too. Because I don't know. Like I was just like, how dare you? Like, how dare you think I do that? Um, <laughs> so yeah, that I don't know. It's always stuck with me because I always have had a really itchy nose and I feel like that made me more self-aware of how much I itch my nose. Mm-hmm. So I'm just now like and like pre-nose job, I used to be able to make a noise with my nose if I wrote it back. I can still do it, but I'm scared too because I'm like I can my nose like snaps. It snaps like crackle and pops? Yes. It's what? very strange. I don't know. I can think it- it's the cartilage. I can try and do it right now, but can you hear that? What the fuck? <laughs> and that's so off-putting. Do they mean to do that? Like, no, is, it, is that... It, I've always been able to do that, even pre-nose job. I think it's just the cartilage, oh. like, snapping back and forth. But, yeah, I don't know. I was going to say, with nose itches, too, I feel like these bangs always fucking make my nose itch. And because <laughs> I know that's from opiates, like, itching your nose, I'm always mm-hmm. like, you guys, I promise, it's my... I need bangs, okay? I have a big head. <laughs> I should get I bangs to, to cover, like, this fucking forehead. Honestly, I've... I'm surprised because you complain about your five head all the time, and you don't ever have bangs. Like, I, that. this is, like, my safety net right here. I'm like, okay. We're just entering, like, our pierce the veil, like, era of, like, just side part of the bangs. Yeah. It's not a phase, mom. I don't not know. Really. I think I think I just embrace it because, like, uh, Kevin Gates once said in, like, an interview, he's, like, talking about Rihanna. He's like, I love that. 
five head. I just want to give it a little smooch or something like that. And I was like, oh, period. Like, made me feel so seen about my five head. So, yeah. I, I mean, I'm before like- I realized how problematic Tyra Banks was, I always loved how she, like, empowered the five head community. I was like, oh. <laughs> I used well, to now- watch that religiously. <laughs> New representation is Rihanna. So, she's there a way better representation. Did you ever watch America's Next Top Model? I didn't, but I know how problematic that show was. Remember oh they God. did, like, blackface, like, one season? Yeah, they, like, made everyone swap ethnicities. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? Like, seriously, me and my sister watch that every day of our life. Like, so many- And I'm, like, I feel like that did prepare me for a lot because it's, like, just doing photo shoots all the time. Like, I'm living my dream. <laughs> oh, I love that. But, no, she's so problematic with um body issues, too. Like, she'd be, like, you're plus size, you're overweight. Like, when this girl was, like, five pounds over, like, what it was insane. Oh, and that- my gosh. Yeah. Tyra is freaking wild. That's all I'll say. She's, I love if you it. like watch some of those, like, how did that ever happen? Like, it's, and then also, like, a lot of those models are like coming forward now on their own platforms and being like, yeah, I never wanted to do that or like whatever. And it's just like, oh my God. Or, oh my God, there was this one model who didn't want to pose nude and Tyra mm-hmm. literally was like, you're done. There's the door. Like, oh my gosh. Well, yeah. It's crazy. <sighs> do you think maybe Anyways. some of these women are now coming out just to save face? To save face because they did it? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. There's, I mean, it was such a different time back then. Like, I feel like they just wanted to be famous. I don't think they were thinking about what they were doing. Like, I feel like so many people are more conscious of, like, their actions now. Oh, and yeah. And so they're probably saving face. But I also believe there's a lot of them who didn't even realize what they were doing because. Oh, yeah. It was, like, the ni- like 90, not, okay, wait, I'm going way too far back. It was, like, probably, like, 2004 three or five i don't know that was a different world <laughs> that was a different world did you did you ever watch the movie tropic thunder yes i rewatched okay. that so recently <laughs> and like it's so problematic but it's really funny it's so problematic but i feel like am i wrong in that that is the only actor ever doing blackface that i've never heard backlash for yeah like, it was he del- he was allowed i i don't maybe i don't know if he consulted the community got like a pass or something i don't know <laughs> Well, I feel like I've seen a meme about it, too, where it's like Robert Downey Jr. is the only person allowed to do that because, like, I guess he did. I don't know. Honestly, yeah, we should did. do research. Yeah, we should. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, my favorite scene from that movie is when he gets his arms blown off and he's just screaming. Robert I Downey think, Jr.? No, it's the other guy. Fucking Zoolander guy. Ben, ben Stiller? Yeah, where he just gets his arms blown off and he's just <laughs> screaming for, like, two oh minutes straight. I just it was so real. Zoolander like morphed me into the person I am today honestly I fucking loved that movie so much I actually haven't seen it (laughs) oh my god and I still need to watch Interstellar we have so many movies like we need to watch yeah well maybe one day I'll watch an Adam Driver movie oh my god there was a freaking oh my god so the other day he was interviewed and someone said what's it like you know you don't look like a typical like Hollywood actor like you know did you ever wish you were more handsome people are being so mean to him lately and saying like he looks like a horse face and it's really sad because like that's what everyone says about him stop I feel bad for making jokes on his behalf you know what justice for Adam Driver (laughs) okay should we do our first messy story like a reddit story because I'm still going I have one okay let's do it Okay. Do it. I'm well, I, I teased in the holiday episode. Go off. Um, and <laughs> so I teased in the holiday episode that I was going to share why I ever created that first big collab. So would you like to collaborate with me? Because I don't remember the beginning of it. But basically, 
I used to be really close with this one girl in the foot community and she's still in it. Um, I think she's like doing her own thing. Uh, but I was like really close to her to the point where I was literally considering moving to her state because uh, I have like no direction in life like ever. So I was like, well, you live there. So like I'll go. Um, so that's that's literally like the closest like bond that we had. And we like, talked like every single day. She was like one of my very first model friends. And she had the idea of creating a collab. and. Of course, like us being so close, she invited me to it and I was like so excited. And then there's other people that live like near her. So she had, she reached out to those models and like they all like got together to like form like, I guess like the leaders of this large collab and started bringing, <laughs> yeah, started like, bringing in other people and just inviting a bunch of people. I think at one point there was like, what, 10 models that were going to go? It was, yeah, it was a lot. It was out of hand, I feel like pretty much immediately. Yeah, I think it was, like, more than 10, actually. I think it was, like, 12 or something like that. It was a lot, and it was, like, so chaotic. I feel like the planning structure of it, like, it was – and I remember, if I'm skipping ahead, tell me to stop. But, like, mm -hmm. do you remember that first, like, Zoom meeting? Were you on that first Zoom meeting? Yeah, so you're skipping ahead. But okay, I – yeah, so you were brought in as, like, a, the leadership, too. Like, kind of, like, a mid-tier leader. Like there So was, like, I was, like, the fourth yeah. leader. Yeah. So Which I was, is, like, like, fought, so... like, fourth. Which is so weird because for context, there's never really any like leaders of the collab. Like, let's just say that. Like, there's people that organize it and that's where it stops. Yeah. You there organize was a whole it. Ass, like leader group chat for this one. And it was like, yeah. they were, and there was like a weird name for it. I feel like it was like, I think it was I like know. Milk Maze or something like that, wasn't it? Something to do with so, milk? Maybe. Now I'm, feeling I think like it was I'm something blanking. to do with like milk or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm going crazy. But. Uh, yeah just for context it's never like that like whenever I've created collabs like I always just like bring on one person to like help me figure every like the organization aspect but other than that all the plans are made as a whole because I want everyone to feel included so that was just really weird to have like a, an entirely separate group chat for mm -hmm. people like it was like a hierarchy and um me it, not knowing all of this like information i just thought that's how things were supposed to go um but yeah this girl this leader had never planned a collab before i just want to say like the very top leader she had never planned a collab before ever so you know i just feel like throwing that out there because at this point i had done many collabs and i was like what is this like this is a whole new world because yeah normally it's the same thing as well um mm -hmm. So yeah, and so basically, um, right off the bat, there was like very intense rules. Um, the Zoom meeting, for example, it was like, bring sunscreen, like make sure you bring like, I don't know, it was the weirdest thing. And I'm like, are we going on a field trip? Are we seven years old? Or are we like adults <laughs> who are fully know to bring our own fucking sunscreen or whatever? And so the vibes were weird off the bat, honestly. I feel like everyone was like, what is this? And like, yeah. this doesn't feel like a collab it doesn't feel like we're all adults and then one of the main rules was drinking yeah so that's where it started I feel like yeah so well also there was just like random I'm trying to remember like what dumbass shit they were like telling us to do but I think it was like be sure that you download uber so you can uber from the yes, airport to the like airbnb that. where it's like okay, it's like, like I do have a brain and like brain cells. Like I can figure out transportation. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter if I get there on a scooter. It's not your responsibility. I <laughs> yeah. will get there. I'm a grown woman. I can <laughs> yeah. do it. Like I it was so fly bizarre. in on like a vero velociraptor. Like I, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh, oh my, my god. god. I'm so glad you remembered the Uber thing because that was a weird one too. Where yeah, I'm like, it's just like we're bringing sunscreen. Are you our mom? Gonna, it's summer and it's going to be hot. Like if I want to get sunburned, like I will. Like mind your own fucking business. Um, yeah. So like, it, yeah, it was just very weird that like the things that she felt like she needed to tell us. And then I remember when we finally, everyone was finally invited and we were like starting to like really plan. Um, we had a Zoom meeting and in the Zoom meeting, alcohol got brought up and that's never really a thing that gets brought up i think that weed gets brought up just because some people have like you know just some like weird stuff with it so i think it's like okay like how do you feel about weed like how does everyone feel about weed like is it okay if we smoke outside like that's always a conversation just for everyone's comfortability but never really alcohol because like at the end of the day like again it's everyone's a work grown trip. yeah it's a yeah. work trip and you know if you want to and- drink you Sorry, now drink. I'm getting yeah. fired up about this. Thanks a lot. But like when you go out, like my partner has a normal nine to five job. When he goes out with his fucking work people at the end of the day, they go have a beer. Okay. What the fuck is the difference between grown ass adults at the end of a work day, having a fucking white claw, having a glass of Pinot, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I don't drink and I'm six years sober and I don't even give a fuck. That should show you how insane this was that it was like, no, what, what it was. I feel like there was very weird things. It was like, you can yeah. have one glass and a half or something. Oh, well, and it was yeah, like, no, literally. And then also to clarify, no one had like any history of alcoholism that was like invented. Yeah. So it's not even and like, please don't said- bring me around alcohol because I am sober. It was literally just like, just don't drink. Yeah. And I think I literally said, because they kept using Cosmic's recovery as a fucking excuse. And I was like, look, if there was bottles of pills everywhere, yeah, that'd be a different story. But I (laughs) don't give a fuck about alcohol or weed. I don't. And I trust everyone as a grown adult. And they, and if, if people do get hyphy, and I will say like, I think we've been lucky to not be in a super intense situation where everyone's substance abusing. Like mm-hmm. I, one of my first collabs, that was the experience and it, it was terrible and scary. And I just left. And so that's what I said in this group chat. I was like, if that is the energy, if people are abusing substances to that level, I will leave. I'm grown. I like, this yeah. is not like fucking Barney's playhouse. Like I will leave if I want to leave. Yeah. Like you're responsible. Like if you feel yourself like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like have a moment here like you just go like you're responsible for your own actions or if it just makes you uncomfortable to be around drinking to that level at a porn shoot i totally get that and again Mm -hmm. that happened to me at Mm -hmm. my first collab one of my first collabs and i just left and that was it yeah and also like i would say like i don't think anyone that was gonna go to this collab like had a problem with drinking at all like not at all i don't at, at least to my knowledge no one was like a severe alcoholic in that fucking collab but yeah so it became like a conversation on the zoom call with everybody where it was like very just odd energy where it was like you're only allowed to drink after like 7 p.m and you're only allowed to have one drink one and a half it was literally one and a half there was a time i forgot there was a time where like you could start drinking yeah and there was a lot of people who yeah felt like so uncomfortable with that and they don't even drink but it was the principle which is exactly how i felt about it i was like you're not gonna tell me like what i can do with my body i don't even fucking drink it doesn't matter it it just it was the principle of it for me and it seemed like a lot of the girls felt that way too yeah and it was totally like an um we all agreed like we're not gonna drink when we're filming anyway so like why does it matter you know it'd be a different (laughs) conversation if like i was getting plastered at nine in the morning and then just went and tried to like suck everybody's toes on camera like (laughs) sure yeah like let's not do that but like that 
that wasn't it at all. It was like trying to tell us when we could relax, trying to tell right. us how much we could drink. And like the energy was really weird. And another thing that I just like always had an issue with is that they kept referring to me as like 18 too. That was another reason why they were like, oh, Dakota, like we need to be careful because Dakota's 18. And she- It's all coming back to me, dude. I yeah, walked- do you remember that? They were all like, Dakota's 18, so we can't, like, have alcohol around her. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I fucking... Whoa! Do you remember I'm that? Sorry. Yes, I just remembered all of this. And so that was, like, the excuse. They said, what if the cops show up and Dakota's a little, you know, deer in the woods, 18. Were you 18? I wasn't even 18, and that kept pissing me off, too. I was like, I'm 19! Like, <laughs> But, like, it's just a year. But I just remember, like, that being so annoying, especially because that girl was my fucking best friend. So I was like, you don't even know how old I am? And were, were you best guys friends? talking? Like, you know how you and I talk all the time? Were you and her talking, like, closely throughout this time? So that's actually when our friendship started to like completely disintegrate because she stopped talking to me as soon as she started this doing this collab. And I just remember I kept getting like so annoyed that she kept saying that I was 18, Dakota's 18, Dakota's 18. I'm like, I thought we were best friends. Like I thought you at least know that my age. And (laughs) yeah, but they kept using it as an excuse like, oh, we can't have any open container because Dakota's nine or fucking 18. And, like, mm-hmm. so we got off that Zoom call, and I remember reaching out to, like, one of the – or a few of the girls that were going, and I was, like, wasn't that fucking weird? Like, wasn't no, literally. that shit weird? And, like, one girl really backed me up. She's, like, that shit was weird. I don't think I want to go. And I was, like, you're right. And so then I went into the group chat, and I said – like, the group chat with everybody, and I was, like, I'm not going. The energy is fucking weird. I backed out, and then she immediately backed out with me, and then the entire fucking thing fell apart. I have never got off a Zoom call for a collab and felt that feeling. Right when I hung up the Zoom, I didn't even have a chance to grab my phone and I started getting a FaceTime from another model and she was like, Cause, are you okay? Like, I could see that whole thing. I could see how uncomfortable you were. And I was like, well, what the fuck was that? Like, and then I started to go off. And then, so I think when you and that other model were feeling that way, me and this other model were feeling, and that's four girls out of 10, like, mm-hmm. Like that is not, that's never happened to me ever in a collab before. And so when you and the other model dropped out, that was where it all started to crumble for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I, as part of like the leadership group, that was its own messy thing yeah. because I was defending you and you and I weren't even fucking friends at this time. And I was yeah. like, this girl who's supposed to be your best friend, that's when you and I feel like, like, that's when I learned more about you. And I was fully backing you up in that. And mm-hmm. I was like, Again, that's why I always say like I felt that need to protect you because I didn't even know you, but I felt how you were being infantilized from the very beginning, how you had very clear feelings about like this makes me uncomfortable and they were making it like, oh, well, she's just she's just 18. She doesn't know. They were totally doing that to me and it really, really pissed me off. I do remember I think you reached out to me and you were like, how do you feel about that? And I was like, I'm dropping out like I hate this. Because mm-hmm. I was the youngest and I, I usually mm-hmm. am the youngest at all these collabs. Mm-hmm. And I just hate that people don't treat me as an equal. Like, yes, I might be young, but I promise you, like, you don't have to treat me like I am. Yeah. And it's that so like, true. really annoyed me. And yeah, so I think shit started going down in the leadership, leadership group chat. And like, I yeah. remember they started getting really angry at you too. And you were like, oh my gosh. Yeah, because I was, again, like, that's the kind of person I am where I'm not going to be like, oh, this isn't happening. Like, I said my feelings to the group chat about how weird the whole thing was, that it was being controlling, how weird it was to make your age a thing. 
like if you have a problem with an 18 year old coming why are you inviting an eight i'm just like come on you're not making any sense you obviously are fixated on the age thing then why invite like it was just a whole thing why bring up alcohol everything (laughs) everything was bothering me and i communicated that and then i was like disbanded it was like like we are disbanding you from the group i'm like you have to go (laughs) yeah to be so hyper fixated sorry i was out but i wanted to communicate to them i Mm -hmm. I knew i was gonna quit but i needed to communicate with leadership while i had to let them know um (laughs) yeah but to be so hyper fixated on my age and still get it wrong like even though it is a year that was just really (laughs) annoying like because i kept every chance i got i was like i'm 19 and they'd be like nope you're 18 like literally gaslighting me about my own fucking age do you remember that yeah well now again you brought it all back to me because like i remember that that was a huge thing but again that's what i mean like they they were infantilizing you like that you to say you're 18 everyone knows what that means you just you just got here like you know what i mean you don't know what you're talking about about. like take a back seat and i just Mm -hmm. didn't like that energy because i don't know i just i like you know our astrologer said in my thing that i have a very strong like justice part in my chart and this Mm -hmm. was that situation where like i loved a lot of the girls who i was arguing with like it was Mm -hmm. a big thing but i couldn't see it any other way in my head injustice was injustice and i had to speak my mind and you know yeah so the whole collab fell fell apart 100 percent. yeah which (laughs) like that was the main point yeah but i i'm not i'm not taking like I did it, but I do feel like I kind of was the catalyst to like make everybody back out, which like made me well, feel you were totally, and that's why you were like the not the villain, but that's why like it upset. Like, yeah, the eighteen-year-old ruined the club. Yeah, <laughs> the, your club. immediately, like because then I think a few days after, because it all fell apart like in a day. Like once I backed out, I think it completely fell apart, and then a few days later, two of the ladies that were in the leadership group, one being my best friend at the time. I remember they they both gaslighted me and had two different reasons on because they kicked me out. They tried to kick me out after I left. They tried to kick yeah, me out like, of the club. I left. I was like, I left the group chat. I don't know why you're trying to kick me out of this club now. Because I think they were trying to like save face and make it look like I don't know because once and that's what they were scared not. Okay, like once the ball started rolling, I think it was very clear what was going to happen, which is like it was a domino effect and it just kept going. And so mm-hmm. I think they really wanted to say you were kicked out to stop the domino effect Mm -hmm. that's what i think it was yeah so yeah so my ex-best friend texted me and she she was like again rolling with the 18 thing being like you're just too young and it's making everyone uncomfortable how young are you you my best friend i'm sorry yeah and keep in mind she's like 30 too she was like 30 at the time too so like (laughs) if i'm too immature to fucking collab with if i'm why the fuck are we best friends? I would not be friends with someone who I thought was below me mature level wise. Like, again, we, we always joke, either I'm very mature, you're very mature, we don't know which one it is. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking care. Why the fuck? Dakota, why'd you get me fired up like this and I don't want to fight a wall? Like, why the fuck? That is such bullshit. Yeah, no, seriously. So she, so that's what she messaged. She was like, you're too young. You're making everyone uncomfortable with your age. Like, you're not allowed to come. And then the alcohol thing again was just like, we don't why want any she- alcohol around you because you're so young exactly and like also at the same time i was like drinking every day so if anything i had the alcohol problem (laughs) as the 19 year old in the club like i had and maybe and maybe that was something that would make you feel comfortable at the end of a day at the end of a shooting day having a glass of wine okay let's put this out there for collabs it's like you're at home okay some people smoke a little weed after a shoot day some people have a fucking glass of beer Mm -hmm. some people i don't know meditate or go talk shit i don't know 
we're all adults. So like, who fucking cares if you wanted to have a couple drinks at the end of the day? That happens at every collab. Yeah, every- I was like, are y'all going to snitch for me being 19 and drinking? Don't act like you're fucking special, okay? I know this bitch was like uh, in a cornfield, passed out at 14. So like, oh, don't act like this. don't act like you're better than me just because you don't underage drink. Like you, you're 30. Like, of course. Literally. But like, I started drinking when I was like 15 and I stopped by the time I turned 21. No, exactly. That's that was- me now. Like I never drink anymore because I'm like, well, I already boosted it. So like, what is there to do? Um, so, but yeah, like, and I, and it wasn't even that bad at the time too. Like I still like had like the wherewithal to be like, okay, I'm only going to drink like at night mm-hmm. once I'm done with everything. Mm-hmm. I was like smart about my addiction. Um, but, like, <laughs> but yeah. And then the other one in the leadership group texted me and she said, cause I think her boyfriend at the time was going to be there. And it, she started saying that I was going to make him uncomfortable I think that's which I will say my fiance from the very beginning called that and was like, if he's saying it makes him uncomfortable, then he's maybe attracted to Dakota. Like it was just like maybe a little bit too much because why would that even cross your you know what I mean? Like that was clearly going on on his mind. Well, that plus like how he's filmed for other people yeah. before the yeah. the bu- the uh, the boyfriend of this other lady yeah he's filmed yeah. like other collapse before so it was really weird that like that was the excuse that they were also using to kick me out was mm-hmm. like well i don't feel comfortable being around dakota like in lingerie or like you know filming her at all and oh i was God, like i'm sorry well fuck you maybe i'm not a- maybe i'm not comfortable with you filming me bitch like i don't know seriously this is this whole thing is so weird. It is it is bringing me right back to why I felt so strongly about this and why there was a lot of effects that happened from me handling this situation a certain way. And like I honestly like I could have maybe done it better and like brought people who I knew were like making their own decision into like wake up, like come on. But I made the right decision because what is this? Like literally, what is this? <laughs> no, literally. And also, you can't like force someone to like pull their head out of their ass. Like they have to remove it yeah. themselves. Um, yeah. But like it it reminds me of the people who were like I don't know like she okay well this is going way too far but you know saying oh what was she wearing she deserved it like to say she, they're uncomfortable with you wearing lingerie around them I'm like can you not fucking control yourself what does yeah. that have to do with anything literally like you literally he literally films porn like yeah. as a He's living been, like in my asshole basically like are you yeah. fucking kidding me so it's like for you to be like oh actually but I'm uncomfortable with filming you specifically like okay professionalism just out the window like i don't know it just felt really felt really weird again the infantilizing thing um Mm -hmm. but this is so insane yeah so at that point everything had exploded and then just to kind of like finish the story a few months later i was like just chilling and i had like the thought i was like you know they think they can kick me out of the club what if i just they really thought they really thought they could do that well what what if i just do it and i just had like lit a fire under my ass and i remember reaching out to you and being like hey you've planned collapse before please help me plan this collab and then which you didn't need any help you did so good like i literally did nothing <laughs> yeah i think i think it was the moral support that i needed just to make sure i was doing everything right and so once i like put it all together it happened and there was no problems and people drank at night and mm-hmm. no one was uncomfortable being around me in lingerie because i'm an adult and yeah like it happened and that's how i created the biggest foot mono collab so far i think i just really want to take that title but 
Yeah, there was like you've definitely taken it. And everyone made it to their to the Airbnb okay. Yeah. They found their Uber. (laughs) Everyone wore sunscreen. Everyone took their vitamins, their Flintstone gummies. Like (laughs) literally. Literally. But yeah, I just did it out of spite. I I did it out of spite. And that girl and I are no longer friends. Like I remember we like had a fight went after that because of that and I was just like again being like I'm actually 19 and this doesn't make any sense and then we completely stopped talking to each other well I I remember like what a big deal that was and I remember thinking like I don't even know if I told you at the time but I was like this is Dakota's best fucking friend like this girl who is literally in the leadership group chat was like railing your ass up and down and like <laughs> she can't drink and she and I was just like and that's why I reached out to you and I think why we started talking to you is because I was like like this is fucked up like this is again like this is just like clear injustice if they have a problem with you being 18 why did they invite you why are they best friends with you whatever like none of it made sense and I'm so glad from that shitty situation came like an iconic thing that every summer like everyone knows what's coming I feel like mm-hmm. like I clear my calendar you know yeah I'm so happy that it did become like an annual thing that is like it's really it's like cool summer camp <gasps> yeah can that be the theme of the next one is like summer camp yes I'm so down let's fucking get, get little let's- cute little t-shirts Yes, and like let's let, let's stay somewhere like that where we I'm each have so, habits. Like, like I'm so trap. down. I'm so down. That sounds so cute. I love that. We could like row in a kayak or something. period. <laughs> yep, that I sounds. I don't know where. I love the and, logistics behind that. <laughs> okay, sorry, but it, it has become like a little summer camp moment for me. I look forward to it every year, and it's I don't know. I appreciate it so much, and yeah, that's how we also like actually first met. You know, too. So it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, a lot of moments came from that and it just yeah, it's it's been amazing. And I'm just so happy that something that I created has like not now like become something. Like that's been really cool to like experience. Yeah. Like yep, every annual every summer come hang out with me. So, yeah. But that's that's the story and oh. I feel like I'm I far enough I'm... removed so that I can tell it now. 100%. I feel like you have to wait like two to three like business years before you can talk about <laughs> like shit that happens in the community i'm so excited to talk about some more stuff in two years <laughs> we're setting a timer now yeah it's um. hard it's so hard yeah i think like the worst thing that happened the messiest thing that happened to me in the community was like the twitter drama heard around the world that i don't even think dun, i need dun, to get into specifics dun. to that was seriously like I, that follows me everywhere i go like people not in a bad way but just people are like yeah that was crazy and i'm like yeah, I know. Like, that was the fucking craziest shit ever. But I feel like, again, because I'm so far removed from it now, like, people who were involved have apologized. Like, you know, I don't know. And I feel like I handled it the best way I could. I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't even understand that whole situation for the life of me. Like, I don't know. I feel like, honestly, oh, I was just my like. My head hurts thinking about it. Yeah, it was the biggest clusterfuck, like, ever. Like, I literally got called out for, like, commenting on girls' posts. Like, Cosmic is, like, thirsting over girls' posts. I'm like, is that not what we're doing? Like, is, is that not called friendship? How <laughs> like, dare you be so supportive weird. of somebody? Oh, I would Do just you remember like to that say, tweet? <laughs> no, I don't. But I did want to say oh that God. the one girl who was dating that one guy that was like, oh, I'm uncomfortable filming Dakota, we're cool now. We're really cool. And yes, I'm so glad I got to meet her in person, and she's amazing. Um, but anyways, me too. That Twitter drama, ugh, Twitter drama was just so much. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Definitely, that is like the 
probably I think the hardest lesson I've learned in the community honestly like there's been like worse things that I've learned and like more pain that I've experienced but that was like a very big learning lesson for me of like it doesn't matter how much good you might mean to do or how hard you work there's going to be things like that where people really just want to take you down. And honestly, at that time, I felt like I was doing really well. And I felt like that was the biggest crime I committed was that I was doing really well. I was getting called out for doing too many collabs, apparently. And it was just <laughs> getting I was, other people. Yeah. And it was just getting weird. And so I felt like, you know, I, I did my best. My best wasn't good enough at the time. Absolutely. But the things I was called out for were literally not even things I did, but I just was at the collab. And so I learned a lot of lessons about like, I don't know, collabs can be explosive. They can be healing. They can be so many things. And it's really important who you choose to invite to those. And it's, you risk a lot. I think we've said before, um, when you choose to collab with someone and yeah, that's basically the lesson I learned from that. And I don't know, I learned so many lessons from that. Yeah, I think uh, it's just so sad looking back because, like, I just remember the things that you were getting accused of, and that's like so career ending, like in this industry. You don't fuck around we, with saying, yeah, like that. accusations like, like that, and for it to all come out like we, can, months okay. later. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Okay, so the things I was being called out for was pressing someone's boundaries. The boundaries that were pressed was another model I had invited had brought her husband without consent to this collab. Mm -hmm. So this model who accused me of pressing boundaries is saying, I, I guess, invited men. I did not want this man here. I just want to put that out there. I did not want that man there. I went around right when he got there and said, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Everyone said it was okay for him to be there. I remember there was even scenes being filmed where one of the models said, can he leave the room? Like it was a lot for me. And I was honestly upset that she brought her husband without fucking asking us. Mm -hmm. So, but I just want to put it out there. I did not press anyone's boundaries as far as content, as far as it, that's a huge fucking thing to say. I had no control over a fucking model bringing her husband into the house I was butt ass naked too. That was the first guy aside from another man I already very much trusted filming me naked. Mm -hmm. I didn't know him. Like I was very uncomfortable with it. And again, I felt like I did the right thing. I went around and said, is everyone okay? Everyone said they were okay with it. So is that my fault for like, he, he stayed, he made us food. Like, I'm not saying I like him or like, I was okay with that. I'm just saying, I feel like I did the best I could do now. Of course, now 2023 cosmic, I'd be like, no, nope, like, I to leave you need to leave but i didn't yeah. that was my first that was my first big collab that i planned well, with multiple also, girls so i would just like to say that i don't think it's your responsibility to do that it's the responsibility of the woman who brought her husband to do that yeah. and make sure everybody was comfortable it's not your responsibility like while well, yes you you invited her not the the couple you invited her yeah. and she chose to bring well, him so, I think that was my mistake because she was like a last minute addition too. So mm -hmm. I feel like that, that, and again, that's why I have it. I admit to the mistakes that I made there, which was inviting that model last minute. I would not do that now. Mm -hmm. As you know, when there's a collab, there's very clear, you know, discussions on who's coming and stuff for various reasons. So I, but yes, it was definitely, it was, it was tough. And to say that, like you said, that is a career ending thing, but I'm so thankful because when that was said, I have never experienced the amount of support as literally like there was hundreds of comments under, I don't even know if it was a tweet that I said, but it was about the situation. And it was people who I've worked with, like a ton of people who I've worked with that are like just sharing their experiences with me. And so I'm so thankful that again, 
I have that amount of support because that's not me like through and fucking through. I work with so many different types of people with different boundaries. Like I don't care. And so to have that set against me was like the hardest thing I've ever gone through in this community. Cause I would literally like, Oh, that's the worst thing you could say about anyone in this community. Yeah. And I think that just goes to show like how things were so badly misinterpreted to have all these people who have worked with you support you and be like that is not something she would do like your character shined through so well like I think it's just it's a sad situation and yeah well the truth the truth shined through because like I every time I've worked with you and you know um I've been nothing but comfortable the way that you are so observant of how people are feeling has been so obvious to me and as someone who is neurodivergent that is not good at picking up on my own cues you've caught them before I have and you are like you you you're showing that you're uncomfortable and I'm like oh (laughs) you're so right and like you for you to do that just I think is really special and not something that a lot of people do so for you to have that that quality about you and for somebody to still say that you would do something so terrible like that is so heartbreaking and I just want to say like the one person I brought around that's not even in this community that witnessed us work together even when I was alone with them they were like wow cosmic is so good at being observant and noticing and caring for you and making sure that you're comfortable and that is amazing and so someone that's not even in this community caught that and someone that's not even yeah. in sex work has never been around sex work that was the first time they were exposed to sex work so closely said that about you and i think that that just really goes to show who you are as a person so thank you thank you and I do feel like that's one of like the things that like I'm the most proud of, I think. And unfortunately, I like learned that through like very difficult situations that I've had is like, I guess that like awareness and like the empathy and making sure to like check on other people, I guess. And so like, that's why that cut me so deep. Like you could have said anything else, but like the fact that that was said and there was no elaborating, I was like, you are literally purposely trying to lead people to think like, I mean, that I can't even explain how terrible that is and that that is something I would never do. And yeah, so I appreciate you saying that. I'm appreciative that like somehow that situation and like that's the whole time I just was like, I just have to like trust. I have to like let go and I have to trust that like I have shared myself so much. I have communicated as best as I could. Like I wasn't going to go and fight every single thing that was said. I wasn't going to use my platform to like try to hurt all these other people even if I even if internally I was obviously angry and pissed like (laughs) and I'm really thankful that you know taking the high road it does it does work and it sucks sometimes because you really just want to take the low road I want to take the low road all the time but like in that situation especially like it worked and you know I'm so thankful that it hasn't affected anything and you know other than the time when it happened it affected my mental health obviously but yeah or for Thank people you. to still bring it up. That's so annoying. I'm like, can we just forget? Like, I would love I to move to on. Them, yeah, I think to them, honestly, it's like a fun talking point. It's like, oh, my God. I remember that when that went down. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that was that was not fun for me at all. Like, that wasn't, like, cool, you know? Like, I don't want to be associated with, like, that 
Yeah. Because I do feel like that changed the community. Like, I don't think that drama is talked about on Twitter since that situation. Yeah. I feel like very... (laughs) There's, like, no drama now. And I think it sucks, too, is because, like, when there is such a serious situation like that and accusations being thrown around, I think sometimes, at least for me, it kind of feels like you're forever labeled as the person who's always involved in drama and at least i've seen that where people are like well that's dakota she's always in drama like who cares and like it's like what but they're everyone's involved in it in this community like they're this community if it was a reality show it would be like the most entertaining reality show ever because there's so much fucking drama the difference is is that people are going through it and not talking about it and Mm -hmm. people like you and i who put everything out there anyways of course you're gonna hear like of course like and that's why maybe that label happens yeah is because you're talking about it but rest assured everyone's going through it i promise you there's like a different fucking shits going down behind the scene right now that like nobody knows about and it just it sucks that if you choose to speak about it and you choose to defend yourself or just want to get out frustration like you're labeled as that but it's it's just really frustrating because it's like I just want to defend myself because these things hurt these things can fuck up how people view me and and you have every right to defend yourself mm-hmm. and I, again i feel like the way that you are so open about who you are that's what saved me mm-hmm. is people people saw what was being said about me and they they put that next to the person that has shared so much of their life with them mm-hmm. for years at that point and the juxtaposition of those two things it's like okay either cosmic's literally a fucking psychopath or this doesn't make sense you know what i mean yeah. and so i think you sharing all of that is is the saving grace i really feel that way like that's good that you share what you're going through that's who you are you're not hiding anything the people who are really the messiest are the ones who are hiding it and doing it behind the scenes and like acting like they didn't do anything you know like i 100 percent own up that i fucked up in that situation and i think that's all we can do is be like i don't know open about our experiences without being like trying to ruin people's life even though people tried to ruin my life and like take yeah. food off my fucking table. Yeah. Oh gosh. I It's hard now because I think like I've just been going through so much and I've been burned so much. And right now I'm trying to find a delicate balance of sharing what I'm going through with people and also hoping that they don't take advantage of that, that information because my friends have taught me recently, like, hey, like, maybe you shouldn't be so vulnerable with people in the beginning um, because they will take advantage of that. And once they know what your weaknesses are, they maybe even unconsciously will view you differently and mm, or use it against you later, which is what's happened to me. And that yeah, fucking hurts. It, and it really does hurt. And it's I just I'm struggling to find like a happy medium of like being who I am, which is wanting to show up authentically and tell everybody like what's happening with me. And also just wanting to never tell anyone anything ever again, because I don't want it to be taken advantage of. And that's so tough. I totally feel you on that. And honestly, I have no advice at all because it's because it's, you know, I struggle with similar things too. And, you know, trusting you was like, you know, the beginning of me healing my own shit because I was terrified of what I'd been through before you and I got close. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard though. But like you've honestly, you've healed so much for me that I'm like, I'm so glad I tried again. And so, you know, keep trying, like, keep trying. Yeah. 
I think it's also just hard, especially like that is its own thing for like interpersonal relationships. And then it's a whole Mm -hmm. other thing for being online and like what I choose to share with like my fans and on my story. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot more, I've been so withdrawn, like on my story, like I haven't told anyone anything. I think, I think I told two fans what's going on with me right now. And I only told them like one part of the grand Mm -hmm. scheme of things. And it's just so tough. And like, maybe after tomorrow, because tomorrow's a very big day for me, I'll feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. to share. But Mm -hmm. I think it's just really scary. It's just really scary. And I like, I think that's why right now I'm more just trying so hard to be kinder to people because you genuinely have no idea what's going on. I don't know. I know we joke and it's our coping mechanism, but I know it has been rough and I'm proud of you for showing up in any capacity, showing up here and being authentic. I know that's scary. Showing up on your story and being authentic, that's scary. Like all of it is a risk and we only know that because of the amount of times it's fucked us in the ass and people have used it against us or, you know, whatever it is. So you know, I'm proud of you for still showing up and like showing up authentically, even if you think you're not doing it. Like, I think you are. I think you're still being very authentic, more authentic than a lot of people. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, <sighs> it's gotten real sad in here, but I, th- yeah, I think that it's, it's just really scary to, cause like you always see influencers and how you hear the stories about how different they are offline. And like, mm-hmm. at least for me, when I've seen that, I'm like, I don't want to be that way. I mm-hmm. want to be. Who is, who is the one person you've worked with that is so fucking different than they appear online? You want me to? How can you tell me? Communicate with your eyes. Text me. Text you? Text it to me and I'll just show my response. Not show it, but like my face will show the response. Okay. Like who is the one person you've worked with that is like so vastly different from what you expected them to be? Oh, shit. I wasn't expecting that. It's all cosmic. <laughs> you, bitch. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Well, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I just thought that sounded like a really fun idea. That did sound fun. Well, like, you text me and you tell me. Okay, I have to think about it. But, yeah, like, people, it's so different, yeah, than, like, how... But then there's some people who you meet and you're like, you are, it's like you stepped off like your Instagram story, which is yeah. when I met you, that's how I felt. I'm like, I already know this bitch. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Like, love it. Yeah. But I think it's also hard because at the same time, it's like, does anyone actually give a fuck like about who I am? Like, <laughs> you know. What do you mean? Of course. Well, I think, what do you mean? Well, yeah. But also like, I don't know, maybe I've just been struggling with thoughts lately where it's like, you're just here to come to my feet. You're not here to learn about me as a person. And I don't know. I I understand what you mean and why you might feel that way, but like, no. Okay, I'm looking at your text. <gasps> You're so right. I feel like, Am I yeah. right with mine? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And that's the thing is like not everyone needs to present exactly how they are in person. Mm -hmm. There's so many. And that's the thing with you saying you feel like you're not being authentic. There's so many people who are like, I'm going to present a totally different front Mm -hmm. to the community or whatever than who they really are. And like, that's a choice. Yeah. It's an absolute choice. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I will say it's like I'm grieving the friendship when I finally do meet them in person. Oh. Because it's like I – 
I became friends with who I thought you were online. And then when you <laughs> meet, and then when I meet you in person and you're completely different, I'm like, oh no. I, that's why I say sometimes I I mean it. I'm not joking when I say I feel like a fan sometimes because it does feel that way where you're like, you feel like you're fangirling for so long and then you meet someone and either, you know, yeah, you grieve that. Maybe or this is why is. you don't meet your idols. <laughs> no, really. Because, yeah, exactly. Oh. That's why I'm saying I do feel like a fan sometimes. Okay. I never, ever want to meet Ryan Reynolds in that case. <laughs> he's your idol? I think he's really funny. He is funny, but, like, he's, like, I don't know. He's just a white man. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like he's, like, every other guy that I've ever met. He, like, makes dad jokes. I'm like, okay, we Which get is it. so funny, because I hate dad jokes. Okay, well, that's all he does. Like, that's his whole shit. No, is, like, I love dad jokes. I, I, well, and he loves his wife, which, like, we love that. See, that's what I, that's what I like about him. Honestly, why did we time this so well with my fucking period? Like me, I'm in such a bitchy mood yesterday. So I was obsessed with Austin Butler and Elvis and my fiance's like, oh yeah, I saw Austin Butler. And I'm like, fuck Austin Butler. And he's like, Jesus, <laughs> like I'm just mad at everything right now. So this is the perfect time ever. Perfect time. Should we hate episode. on random things? I would love to pull up a list of things and we could just hate on them. Oh my gosh. Okay. So should I, so do more tea? I'm more Let, tea. I feel like we need to stop this episode and go to part two and read Reddit stories and do more tea. Um, more tea on that that one. It how you? It's cool. Let's it's do it. Let's tea. pile it on. Okay, it's I have to pee, tea. but let's let's tea then pee. Okay, tea then pee. Okay, really quickly, <laughs> I I'm talking to somebody and I <laughs> and uh, is it the Croc guy? It is the Croc guy. Oh, okay, yay. Watch this fall through, and I'm gonna have to listen to this in the future and think about it and make me sad. Okay, I'm not manifesting. Anyways, so I told him I was like, I can complain about anything, and he was like, Oh yeah, you want me to test that? And I was like, Yeah. And he was like, Complain about St. Patrick's Day, and I did for like seven. Oh, I could complain about St. Patrick's Day too. Yeah, our whole fucking downtown gets shut down for like five hours, and people are like walking around. It's the most fucking pointless holiday I've ever heard of. Like, who the fuck is St. Patrick? And then like, why are we pinching people that don't wear green? It's such a stupid fucking holiday. Okay, I want to make you complain about something. Okay, give me something. AirPods. AirPods. Fucking AirPods are so dumb. You ever fucking put them in? Okay, which ones are you talking about? The pros or the pre-pros? The pros. Okay, you want me to? Do you want me to complain about those ones or the first gen? Oh, I hate the first gen. The first gens are so dumb. They're not comfortable whatsoever. Them should fall out of your ear. But anyways, AirPod Pros, their battery life is not good. The only reason that they are a good product and why they're so fucking sought after is because they're an Apple fucking product. Apple is so good at their marketing shit. It's just a brand. That's it's it. It is. It's, they don't make <laughs> fucking good quality shit. But the, the battery life is trash absolute trash and they hurt your ears maybe i'm just weird and i have like weird ears but they hurt my ears you can't wear them for long term you can't they do yeah i totally agree okay the, honestly we should do a whole complaint episode i, I think people that. are gonna understand why we named ourselves the couch critics after this episode because i feel like we kept our crazy like maybe more on the back burner and now it's like oh well i've hit a new oh. low so you i'm about to be the most critical bitch i've ever been <laughs> Um, okay, go well, pee. Go piss, girl. Get ready. Well, we gotta finish the episode. Oh, okay. What's there to finish? I don't know. Just, like, we'll wrap it up. Okay, I'll say it. Thank you guys for listening <laughs> to our messy episode. I hope you enjoyed all the messiness, and we appreciate you listening and giving us a place to vent, I guess, of all of this, about all this shit. I'm feeling very healed. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> yes, and come back for the messy episode part two where we're going to read other people's reddit stories 
and yeah sounds good okay all right love Bye. you guys bye